You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. And it's a warm welcome to Sports Talk to Peter McGlashan. Peter, good evening. I trust you well. I'm very well. Very interesting times in the Cricket World Cup. We should be focused on the playing of the game and the fight for the top four positions. But after what happened last night over there, it's turned somewhat on the decision about being timed out. This doesn't happen. In fact, this is the first time at international level it has, I believe. Yeah, it's one of those cheeky ones that often comes into club cricket and and even, you know, first-class cricket that I used to play. Every now and again, you'd you'd have a bit of a chuckle. But it tends to happen after a couple of quick wickets where someone's in the change room mad dash trying to find his, you know, find his pads after a, a few wickets fall quickly. And you joke about, you know, appealing for someone to be timed out, but I've never actually seen it happen. So it's happened. Chakabel Hassan, he was the one who said, I'm appealing for this. Umpire comes back and said, sure, he goes, absolutely, there's a chance for a wicket here. People talk about the spirit of the game, the spirit of cricket, and so on and so forth. But a law's a law, right? Where do you sit on this one, Peter? What's the right process, do you believe? Well, it's a little bit of a difficult one because um, Angelo, Angelo Matthews, who was dismissed time of doubt, his argument is that when he got to the crease to take guard he realised his helmet was broken and basically the strap had come off when he went to put his helmet on just as he was about to take guard. So in his mind, he's walked out to bat, oh, something's broken, I'll just call for a replacement helmet. So it did take kind of a minute or two for the 12th man to come on with a new helmet and there's footage of him sort of fiddling with the new helmet going to put it on and he almost laughs when the umpires call him over to tell him that he's been timed out. So I think as far as he was concerned, he'd played his part, he'd got to the middle when he was supposed to, but his stuff had broke when he got there. So his argument is, what do you expect me to take guard with a broken helmet? So it was a little bit cheeky from Bangladesh. I am a little bit surprised that the umpires didn't use a little bit of common sense and say, hang on a minute, his helmet is broken. You know, we're going to make an executive decision here. So um, it's it's a strange one. And, you know, it's generated a bit of a buzz in a game which was otherwise a bit of a dead rubber. Is there a law around that about what the umpires can and can't do? Because that, that was a three-minute window, and it's dropped to two minutes for the Cricket World Cup. So there's a, a bit of grey area there. But are they the like, a, I suppose, a rugby referee? Can they go, no, actually, we're turning this over because we see common sense? Is that within their remit, do you believe? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I'm, I'm not uh, an expert because... They are laws of cricket. They're not even rules of cricket. We're so um, retentive about the the way that we describe ourselves as cricketers. They're laws, not rules. It's an it's an interesting one. They did change it. So when I first started playing, it was two minutes to get onto the field, and you did see laughable situations where the person would be carrying all their stuff, cross the boundary line, and basically put their pads on <laughs> while they were down at fine leg because they were in such a rush. So the rule was changed to allow three minutes to actually get to the middle and take guard and as you mentioned that has been changed for the world cup so you know look if i was angelo matthews in the middle i would have been arguing pretty strongly for discretion but i don't know technically whether the umpires are allowed it essentially does come down to the opposition captain and and how much controversy he wants to cause there's been issues right the way through the history of test cricket peter mcglash and former black cap joins us where there have been ruckuses on the field because the captain has made a decision that's not been roundly popular within the spirit of the game are you surprised that alsan after he knew what he saw maintained that and carried on with that position because the umpires did give him ample time 
to call Angelo Matthews back or to change his mind? Did that strike you as surprising? Well, I guess we just continue to see these types of incidents, don't we? We had it in the um, uh, in the Test match with England uh, not that long ago, where Brendan McCullum, as coach, was sort of reminded of the time when he was a player when he ran out Murali Duran uh, controversially. These things do happen, and you know they are defining moments. Um, the irony is for Angelo Matthews, he had to sit there and watch Shakib Al Hassan go on and get Player of the Match, um, and and win the match for Bangladesh. So, you know, I guess Hassan may lie in bed tonight and think, well, you know, God has decided that he shall be Player of the Match, and therefore he's come out of it on the right side. But. It's a difficult one. I suspect all it will really do is fire up the Sri Lankans when the Black Caps play them in the next couple of days. Great. It's the last thing we need. Also, there's another side of this, Peter, around wearing helmets actually on the pitch. In some country, you must wear helmets wherever you are and whatever you're facing. Others, you don't have to. And one of them is India and one of them is New Zealand. So he could have worn a broken helmet. He could have taken his helmet off. And then the next move would be to fix his helmet and get it replaced within the next over. There's a bit of wiggle room there as well, isn't there, Peter? Yeah, there's wiggle room all over the place. I mean, he could have he could have faced one ball and then called the 12th man on. He could have asked for guard. The bowler could have ran in. He could have pulled out and changed his helmet then. So, yeah, it, the only fault that falls for Angelo Matthews is the fact that he couldn't talk his way out of it. He really should have maybe communicated a little bit earlier with the umpire and said, look, I am actually ready to go, but the thing that's stopping me is my helmet's broken, so is it okay if I call the 12th man? And then it would have put much more onus on the umpire to play a more substantial role. I'm not sure whether he did that and whether or not he kind of took it, took his own liberty to go and call for the 12th man to come on without necessarily checking with the umpire. I've only managed to watch the highlights and it didn't show that. So, look, there's fault all over the place. Um, Shakab Al-Hassan will, you know, have to live by that. He will feel he did the, what was required to win the match because he went on with a pretty good knock with the bat. I can't recall, Peter McGlashan, if the ICC moved at the same pace as World Rugby, but does this require an immediate law change, a clarification? Do you feel something will happen now that it's happened at their premier event? I think it's worth considering. The laws of cricket, I think, from memory, are set by the MCC, uh, and then the ICC effectively adopt the laws as they're written and then can make uh, adjustments to playing regulations depending on the tournament. So this is probably a laws one. This is probably you know one of those ones that will get suggested to uh, the people in the long room at the MCC to consider for a modification, and they might feel that this is worth changing, or they might feel, look, this is hardly ever happened. It's never been an issue before. Let's just leave it there. So um, I would imagine there'll be um, batters all around the world checking their helmets well in advance before they walk out to the middle. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.